Appreciate it. And let me let me guess before like I know how normally I like to give a little spiel. Is that Colombian by any chance? Close. Uh, that is El Dusty, who's from Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> Clayton. All right. Okay. I got a couple things on that. I got a comment and a question for you. Later. All right. Thank you for letting me pick the music tonight. Yeah. You said you know Matthew, you rarely pick music. You sense the happy theme with the music related to the game, but he's playing Wednesday night at Paper Tiger. Whoa! Free show. He's a Latin Grammy oh, winner. Oh, I read about this in the paper. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Latin Grammy winner. Clayton, do we need a goal song for our team? Whoa. <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that today. But, like, like I guess when we score, there isn't, like, anything, you know, like, and, and it's minor league soccer, ultimately, right? Like, let's add music. Like, when we've seen Las Vegas Lights games, they played music the entire game, right? Really? Yeah, I think they do. But, yes. That's, I think that would be a great goal, like a great goal song. I mean, you don't play the whole minute twenty intro like I did, obviously, but a ten second clip that just goes. Dun, 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 and that's going to get people hyped. Dude, dude. That's going to get people hyped, right? That's, thank you for liking my choice. And, and that's, that's my. And El Dusty <laughs> is somewhat local, right? Exactly. He's from Texas. That's pretty Puto SA sounding. Yeah. If he was from here, it would be my gold choice lock. I, I figured it would be thematic, or you would you like you would. Ki- you would carry on the tradition of, of a theme. And I thought maybe that was like Colombian music, like for uh, Santiago Patino, you know, like or, or something like that. But anyway, good selection. What's going on tonight? What are we talking about? We are talking soccer, man. SAFC soccer, right? SAFC. We had a game. We're, uh, we're in the Shad Pad. Thanks for coming over, Clayton. Dude, made it through the hail. No joke. Hailing over here. But we'll, we'll get to that later. But that's something. Go ahead. You're better than the Postal Service, Clayton. Yeah. Through hail to get here tonight. Not going to miss it. We're in the in the den here, not in the bar because it would be too loud out there. Um, Clayton, Saturday night, SAFC 3, Colorado Springs 0, home opener. We were both in the stands. Buenas noches, Clayton. What do you got? Um, so how are we talking about this? Are we going to give a rundown? Do you want to do a, like a, a base or do we want to do like what we were talking about? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Do we want to give a, a regular rundown first or what do you want to do? I got something. Tell me. It's been a while. Yeah. Like our other podcast, we don't even know, I don't know, it's been a long time since we reviewed a game. Like, you know, we've we been told, we've been told in the past not enough just straight information, right? Good, so 
Good. We'll go with that comment. Okay. Uh, Saturday night, SAFC 3, Colorado Springs 0. It's a home game. 7.30 kickoff. After the rain, which you touched on. Sounds like you're going to want to talk about that later we on. Are. We had three goals. Same guy. Patino, Patino, Patino in the 16th, 27th, and 87th minute. Second hat trick in club history. Shutout for the defense. That is your scoreline. No red cards that I remember. We finished with 11. Yep. 3,700 fans in the stands, and that was a Saturday night in San Antonio. Yeah, that's it. That brings us to 4 0 and 2 in home openers, I saw. Yeah. Um, and we have a 14 game unbeaten streak at home during the regular season. Because, <laughs> you know, obviously we lost the playoff game last year at oh, home. Oh, so they, so they, put, oh, they put that on, on oh. the website <laughs> as well. But, um, but so there it is. That's, that's all the information you need to know. We got a win, first win of the season, first game of the season. Three nothing. We get a shutout. Cardone is now the all-time shutout Ooh. guy for SAFC. And um, but how do we want to convey what we saw out there and what we well, what, what, how are we going to do that? Good. We talked about thumbs up, thumbs down from the game. Before we do thumbs up, thumbs down, do you have any big picture things that weren't that aren't in your thumbs up and thumbs down? No, I've got big picture, little picture within thumbs up and thumbs down. I think you're traditionally the one that goes first, Clayton. So you want to? All right. So yeah, we'll start at the beginning. Thumbs up. To the SAFC grounds crew, or turf management specialist, or whatever his title is, or their title is, spectacular job. Like, we were texting each other back and forth between the get- before the game, like, well, dude, man, we're canceling the tailgate, you know, like, maybe we'll drink in the car, but, like, I mean, I had con- some concerns about maybe not- whether or not they would be able to play, because last year, remember, first game of the season, the field did not look good, remember? And so, when I got onto the, when I walked into the stadium... And I got up, was walking up the ramp to, to my seat. I looked out over that field. No standing water anywhere. It looked like a spectacular playing surface. And, like, it doesn't even look very crowned Not to me. All. Yeah. And so I was looking for the crowning and, like, water along the, the, along the sides and stuff. But there was none of that. It looked like just ideal conditions to play in. So thumbs up to the grounds crew or Mother Nature or... Demeter or, you know, the god, the guy with the long white beard, whoever. But, I mean, and that's that's important because, like, that changes is going to change the way you play, right? It's going to change the way that the game goes and stuff like that. So, you know, they opened up to ideal conditions, in my in my opinion. Totally. I mean... It was flooding in San Antonio. People's cars were getting towed and all that kind of craziness. Yeah, we had, I had concerns about uh, how to get to the game. Yeah. Because of the rain. Yeah. And you're right. Looking back, the field was immaculate. There were no puddles, which is really surprising. Yeah. Uh, I'm just laughing over here that, like, after six months off, we're back in the stadium, and you're shouting out the groundskeepers. That is fine work. You know, well, the, I you mean, know what? thumbs up. I, I want to give credit where credit is due. No, and, no person, all things bigger than me and littler than me, you know? Like, you, I, I, all of it. You know, me and you, we've watched every game the last two years because of this podcast. Before that, I didn't. In this offseason, some random guy, when I said something about, hey, I do a podcast, you should listen. You know what he said? He's like, I was like, have you ever been to a game? He's like, yeah, what's up with the grass? Like, it was like sandy. Yeah. And all those sandy games came back in my memory. Yes. And I was like, oh, no. Exactly. No, and I, I thought for sure that there was going to be, it was going to be one of those ones, like, where in, like, one corner the ball just stops, you know, like, something <laughs> stops going out of bounds yeah. and stuff like that. And they were sending out on their Twitter feed, like, 
it's going to be like a day in Stoke. Well, this field looked a lot better than Stoke's field has ever looked like in like, uh, you know, during this time of year when you get that much rain. But anyway, that's my first thumbs up. Ground crew, great job, man. Like Good turf point. specialist, great job. Good point. I like it. Yeah. And it ties into who owns that field. The county owns that field. And it's good to know that SAFC just isn't treating it like Spurs Sports isn't treating it like their personal, you know, own little... Oh, you think this is like a broken windows theory? (laughs) What's that? You know the broken windows theory. You fix broken windows because they're a sign of bigger problems. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Two years ago when we missed the playoffs. Oh, okay. The field was sandy. Interesting. A little inattention from Spurs Sports and Entertainment, perhaps. I don't know. You know? We never quite got the story on why the hell the field looked like a beach. <laughs> there was literal sand patches. No, right? I know. If like, you weren't a fan then, it was embarrassing to go to a game. Right, but absolutely immaculate. I took a towel into the stadium because I thought my seats were going to be all wet because yep. in the past I've shown up when seats were wet and stuff like that. Seats were all dry. It was all good. Anyway, enough of my <laughs> – the field looked nice. I like it. All right, well, I'll go with mine. My first thumbs up is fans in the stands. Yeah. You know, there's a confusing part, all right? Announced crowd of 3,768. Notice I said 3-7. Yeah. The announced capacity is only 3,200. I know, right? And I Googled it today because I thought, I was like, am I crazy or did they say 3,200 seats will be sold? So 568 people just got in somehow. Maybe that's freebies. I don't care. I'm not mad at them. All right. You know what? And I also want to give a, a thumbs up. To no mask drama. I'll put them together. You know what? They're, I had some over on my side, but... No, ooh, but, but it, I, in my experience, we didn't sit together. Right. So we have different... So you can tell me about your section. In my section, no one said anything. No one was being mean. Everyone was spaced very well. Yes. There were no concerns. There was no one within six feet of me. And I had my mask on the first half, respectfully. And then the second half, I got a beer. We'll talk about the beer lines later. And... Uh, and I took my mask down, and I drank the beer, and there wasn't grief, and no one gave me anything. And I, the whole night, people seemed to be happy to be in the stadium. People seemed to be happy to experience it. And at the end of the game, after the 3-0 win, the whole team made a victory loop. I don't know if you stayed after the whistle. I didn't. They just went around and clapped to every section of fans. And you could tell during the game, right, they're doing the, yeah. everybody get up, let's yeah. get excited. They were happy to have fans back in the stadium. It, it sure showed. looked like it to me, for sure. Like in my section, I I was told to um, put my mask up a couple of times because I had a beer and like I didn't pull my mask up when I wasn't drinking my beer. So, mm. but they were very respectful and very pleasant, and I and I did it. I saw maybe two or three sections down to the right for me. There's some extra stewards came down and had some, but I didn't see anybody like taken out. I didn't hear anybody raising their voices. Nobody was detracted from the game based on mask related issues. My so like I wasn't. We didn't have our normal um, season tickets. We were one row back, but in the exact same seats where ours would. And not because somebody got our seats, but because they didn't sell those seats. So it's like that was part of the spacing. So like the people that normally sit right to the right of us, they had their seats, but then we didn't have our seats. And then one row back, we... We had somebody yeah. else's seats. You yeah, know? it's like we've gotten far enough. Which into- was great. It was it get because uh, Trevi- Willie Trevino of Trevino Tile likes likes his space, and so you know what? There were no complaints on our end. We loved it. I was gonna say it's it's like we've gotten to a point in the pandemic when everyone like recognizes what the hell's going on. Agree or disagree with masks or not, like you know that you might get thrown out of the place. Yeah, and everybody, and I think everybody's kind of taken on this attitude, like. 
you know what, man, I may not like it, but, you know, let's just, we're all in this together. And, and like, so the, I, that's kind of what I, the, the vibe that I saw exactly. I didn't hear people grumbling about things and stuff like that. But, so was, was that all your thumbs, was that your thumbs up? First that's one? my first thumb, yeah. So I'm going to kind of go opposite, thumbs down, and you mentioned it. I've got a thumbs down. I'm not going all thumbs up first. I'm going to mix them in. Yeah, of course. Um, thumbs down to the beer lines and thumbs down to how to get drinks and stuff like that. And once again, we sit in different sections. So my area is behind the bench a little bit where I sit. And and Willie was having to do everything on his phone. They, they At some point in time, they said it was cashless. And I don't know if that was announced at the beginning or not. But Willie's like, well, now they're saying it's cashless. And so like he's using the app and... So we had to order beers ahead of time. We ordered our beers when we when we walked in, and we walked in probably about five to ten minutes before game time. It, it took a while for the app to work correctly and let us order the beers. And then he's like, well, I bought them. You go get them. And um, I went and got up out of my seat at three minutes into the first half and didn't get my two beers until – um, after we scored the first goal, so after the 16th minute. Ooh, you missed the first goal yeah, of the season. I missed the first goal live of the season live because I was standing in this just kind of massive humanity and where people didn't exactly know where to go and what and things like – so like the order line wasn't marked very well and even then there wasn't much there wasn't much order to it. What? And they weren't staffed. It didn't seem like they were staffed as full as they could have or should have been. And like a lot of the gates were closed that they didn't have open, yeah, and stuff like that. So, thumbs down to um, Spurs Sports. And I don't know whether it's a whether it's a pandemic related issue or whether it's a hiring related issue. They're having a hard time filling 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 spots right now or what. But I shouldn't have to wait that long as a season ticket holder to get a beer so that I miss the first goal of the season. <laughs> I've got a couple possible explanations. Okay. I'm with you. Totally agree. And no matter how savvy you are or aren't, every line was long. Sure, there's going to... No, every line was long. Whether you order on the app or in the hot dog yeah, or the beer. Yes. It, Just the walk-up line was, was, was long too, yes. It wasn't like you didn't know what you were doing or it did something wrong and there was a, a way that you could have done it better. Like, no matter what you chose, it was long. Right, which means that's the, the problem on their end. Yeah, and I sent a survey into them today saying, look, in a 90-minute game... 30 minutes in line matters a lot. Yes, that's and a good point. I want to spend my money. Yeah, I think, did they expect half crowd and half staffed it? And then could it be that the 3,200 people or 3,700 people who showed up were just doubly excited? And like, you know, we go to games. Yeah. And it didn't look that much less full than a normal game. No, you're exa- that's a good point. So maybe they thought, well, it's half the crowd. We'll have half of the places. It'll be fine. And they didn't know that the 3,200 people who showed up were freaking excited and wanted to drink some beer and have a good time. Right. And, like, normally they inflate the attendance. So, like, yeah. the, what a true 3,700 may look like their 5,000 or what they call their 5,000. And so, really, it, it wasn't like that they're... different than a regular game, but they were at half staff or whatever. And here's... If it is a COVID or a pandemic, like, people were way closer together waiting in those lines than if they had the guys out hawking the beers up and down the uh, – and, like, that seems like a more COVID-friendly, pandemic-friendly type thing to me. Like, if the guy's wearing gloves and, and like, either he can do it cashless or, I mean, I'm just handing him cash, that's, you know, like, that seems more friendly than us being stuck in those 
in those tunnels, you know. Totally. Like, yeah. So the tunnel is packed. Here's a tip. Right, I told you in the game, but for our listeners too, right at the 50-yard line, right in the middle, there's a line that's only for season ticket holders Yeah. that only sells beer and soda. So either your free soda in a cup or your 450 beer in a cup. And I went right at halftime and there were three people in line. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. waited five minutes tops. Uh, we did that for our second beer. It worked, yeah, right? Yeah, we did it for our second beer. It was Willie, the only short line. And Willie went and it didn't, take nearly, it didn't take nearly as long. Now all seven of our listeners will be there. So it'll be a little longer. <laughs> but Saturday night, I'll see you there three minutes before halftime. Because yeah. that's the trick. Before the game and before half. All right, so that's my thumbs down. I'm going to uh, piggyback on you. That's the word we were looking for last week. It's not hog tie. Pig, piggy tie. Piggyback on the tickets, man. Did you enter with Willie Clayton? Yes. And so he's Mr. Our Season Ticket. He handles all our stuff. And man. all his stuff is through the Spurs as well because he has Spurs tickets. You know. And he thought I was going to have this. We were going to have to have this certain thing they have for the Spurs game. It's called Clear. Mm-hmm. It's like an app. And it like makes you answer questions about your health and stuff like that. And they didn't do that for this, but they anyway, didn't. that's an aside. But we have four tickets amongst three guys, and I sent the tickets out. Spurs said, you can't take a picture of your screen this year. You have to send out this link. Yeah, he told me that. So I sent the link. Okay, the 71-year-old ticket holder had his son and wife look at it, spent an hour doing it, got all stressed out, was late to the game downloading the app. It got lost in cyberspace. Finally, when he got there... He had the ticket after an hour of work. The 30-something guy that I sit with didn't work for... We spent an hour in the afternoon messing with his crap. He called Ticketmaster, and the lady at Ticketmaster was like, Oh, yeah, your ticket's lost in cyberspace. You didn't do anything wrong. So, like, hey, if you're going to tell me how to do it, make that shit work. Yeah. And so I, I sent him an email today in the survey and said, like, I'd rather have a paper ticket. Because I can give it to you. And I know it costs Spurs seven cents to print a ticket through Ticketmaster. Yeah. Like, I can hand you the ticket on Wednesday at your house. And are that many people abusing the take a picture of the ticket and, like, or... or... Hey, go old school. Give me a fucking coupon, man. I know. For years, I... For my phone, we spent two hours collectively wasting our time on an app that you made. Like, I just want to go to the soccer game. I paid you cash for the whole season. Give me the ticket so I can go to the game. And there's 70-year-olds that like soccer. So, like, you know what? The guy When the guy says, well, what's an app? It's like, oh, boy. Yeah, make it, make it, make it convenient for people that want your product. Make it easy for them to, to go see your product. Alex said that he saw three people in front of him turn away because they, didn't, they had pictures of the tickets and they couldn't get in. Oh, see, that's ridiculous. Do, do we think they were cheating the Spurs? Yeah. Were they trying to get in for free for $10 tickets? No, man. Like, I know. That's... Like don't, we don't do, care that much. Maybe maybe say that you're not gonna you're not gonna accept that, but don't turn somebody away if that's <laughs> all they have. You know what the the Ticketmaster lady did for Alex? She sent him a picture of the thing from Ticketmaster, and so Ticketmaster can send a Basically, picture, but yeah. we can't. So like that worry that worries me because you know how non tech savvy I am, and if Willie well, can't go, it sucks. And, and like. I'm not going to be able to figure all this out. I man. sent him to the, his email, his phone, and his wife, and none of them worked. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. That It was just lost in cyberspace. Well, so hopefully somebody from SAFC hears us and something gets done about this. You know this. what? I'll send it to CJ. Did you – yeah, did you, did you My speak guy. – did you speak in your survey that you did? Did you mention all this issue This issue as well? I mentioned the beer lines. Yeah, but please, please do say something. And I'm going to have Willie say something to our season ticket rep as well because I'm not going to be able to figure this out. 
we just want to go to the game. We, yes. We paid our money. Yeah, exactly. Don't tell me what I can't do and then what I can do doesn't work. Yeah. If you say it works and then I got a dude – I mean Alex Martinez is on Facebook 24 hours a day. Like <laughs> he's not some – the 71-year-old guy I can, I can understand a little bit. Yeah. We need to talk grandpa through it. But when the tech savvy guys can't figure it out, yeah, that's a fail. All right, thumbs up. Let's keep it. Let's go back positive. Yeah. Um, thumbs up to the coaching staff of SAFC. Ooh. Let's get into the game a little bit. Let's. So, um, the most salient thing that happened before the goal is our starting center back goes down with what looks like a muscle injury um, or some kind of injury, where all of a sudden. So, for those of you, that... let me say his name: Axel Soberg. Played here one year last, one game last year. He's back from the MLS down here. Six six monster, big, big Swedish it, guy or whatever. Like it, like out on the field when he steps out there, you're like, no way this other team's gonna score. <laughs> like so, um, so sixteen minute or not even sixteen minutes. I, I didn't write down what at what minute. Twentieth minute substitution. Oh, so I, I guess it was, it was after the after first goal. goal. It yep. was after the first goal. So I come back from getting my beer and I see him limping off, and I'm like, oh no! But man. So we, the coaching staff, boom, they have to be thinking on their feet immediately. Your center back, that's, that for people that don't know that, you never take your center back, your central defender, off. He never comes off unless he's injured. Like that is someone that just does not get substituted. And so sure enough, there he is. He's getting taken off. We're up 1-0. And I'm like, man, what are they going to do? So they're just going to do a like-for-like like and just keep it. They don't do a like-for-like like switch. They put on Chris Lema, who is – the guy that I mentioned that we got from New York Red Bulls, who's an offensive-minded, like, like a center midfielder, center midfielder, attacking player, like plays a, plays a lot of penetrating passes for. They bring him on and move what I I think tactically they moved PC to left back and played um who will, I'll get to my my new man crush the big Tunisian um. Don't steal my uh, thumbs, Clayton. Sorry, okay. You get one thumb All up right, or down. Sorry. You don't get to so anyway, preemptively steal thumbs. So instead of making a like-for-like like switch and just keeping our defense the same, yeah. they switch everything around and they bring it on an attacking player. So is this – did they move Depongier back to center back? The, yes. Uh, the the Montpellier yes. guy? Yes, you're right. It was, so they moved PC back. Depl- well, Deplanier was playing in the back to begin with. But from left back to center back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then moved the Tunisian over to, over to right back. Or no, he stayed at right. He stayed at, he right, stayed at right back because the planet right, was on right the left, center back. and PC came to the left, and the yep. planet played centrally. There we go, and um, and brought on a tight. And I don't think Lama was great, but but you know what? That's the, they they thought on the fly. They took a chance. They played more attacking, and I mean that's getting punched in the mouth real early in the game, like having your big man go down like that. Yeah. You know, and so thumbs up to the coaching staff for making that, and and. Their lineup was very different than the lineup that I proposed. Remember that I wanted to see out there. We're not going to go through all the who was different, who wasn't, and stuff like that. Nope. But um, but noticeably absent were Doyle, who would have been a center back, and Gallegos, and that's it. all right. Yeah, boring fans. Anyway, <laughs> thumbs up to the coaching. Thumbs up to the coaching staff. Thank you. Thumbs Thank up to you. the coaching staff. I I I made those mental. Uh, checklist to your predictions too, but I'll go thumbs up to Clayton. Thumbs okay. up to you, Clayton. Thank you. You uh, you predicted in your predictions that either Patino or Nathan, I believe. It's, it doesn't say Nathan on the back of his jersey, though. It, it's it looks name. like Fonseca, but it's Fogasha. Yeah, it's got a hush. 
He's Brazilian. Right. But anyway, one of your predictions, Santiago Patino, three goals, Orlando City, number three overall draft pick. You predicted that one of those two would have would get a lot of goals this year, and it came true in this game. Three. I think I said lead the USL in scoring. You did. I didn't want to bring that up. because no, that's I'll take, that's a high bar. That's a high bar. And he, he is currently leading the USL yes. in scoring. So in, after week one, you're looking Gucci. Yeah. All right? But uh, I just say, much like we talked about some of our players last year, after one game, he, uh, he gives me a lot of Luis Suarez in his game. Did you see that? That you sliding, were? the second sliding goal was very Luis, very Luis Suarez. Like the ball's gonna get to that spot. I'm gonna get to that spot first before that guy. And and deft. Yeah. And if he'd only meg the keeper on the third goal with his left, he would have had the right left header. That's exactly. I, I made a note. Of that. I, I wondered that as well. I wondered, but you know, he gives me the is this guy too good vibe, in a good way. Well, I mean. Bigger picture question for later. I mean, let's just sit at this game for right now. You know what? Right? He's, he's not going to be too good for us for this for this season because Orlando gave up on him. You know, like true, we got I, him for the season. He's I, not on loan. I, he's not on loan. I don't think that. I think they just cut him basically. And um, Lindley was saying some stuff about him. Like Lindley, I guess Cam Lindley has played through the Orlando system. Also, don't steal my other thumbs. Oh, sorry, it's and, coming. And um, but anyway, he. He wasn't great on the ball, but he finished He finished all of his chances except he, for one. And he worked hard. Yes, he did. He did like what all those Argent- Argentinians did last year. Luis Suarez. Yeah. Like that sliding tackle back in our end. Yes, like that he tracked back like 60 yards. And I don't know the guy, but he looks like he'd murder his little sister. He for looks a go- hungry. He looks hungry. He'd murder someone for a goal. I mean, that first goal, that header, he beat, He had a guy right on him. He jumped over him he and, ju- and he- then headed it down in front of him into the back of the net. I think that's called getting dunked on. Yeah. He dunked posterized, on him. He posterized yeah. that guy. Yeah. Thumbs up to Santiago Patino. Looking forward to more Santiago this year. Yeah. he Like, like I said, I don't remember him on the ball all that much, but I remember the three goals that he scored. He's a... Yeah. You know, he's involved as much as he might need to be, but just minimally. He wants to just be there when he needs to and be it's there. Like, and like you say with Suarez, no one ever remembers Suarez doing anything other than biting someone's leg or scoring a goal. Scoring goals. You know, and, uh, and Patino's got some fire in him, too. He got the only yellow card. Yeah. Like going and yelling at the referee and, and uh, when there were some dicey, dicey foul calls there in the, in, in the first half. Pretty clinical finishing, though. Um, he, he didn't waste a lot of opportunities. He scored three of the four, right? Like, yeah. He put him. He he made the most of his chances. Sorry. No. Your no turn. It's good. Your turn, Clayton. You know. Um. Do I guess I'm not. Do I have to alternate? Well, I'm, I've been alternating, no, so I'll do my last. Um. It, it, oh, it, thumbs down again to SAFC. Ooh. Is it going to kill you to give me a roster <laughs> for the opposing team? Like, I I I I love when I get their last names to do some heckling, like. Oh, oh, can I add to this? Yeah, of course you can. But let me go. Like, I mean, there were some guys. Like, Colorado had a couple of guys. Like, they had a, their center back had a had this porn police officer mustache. You know his last name? It was Mahoney or something like no. that. Like, no. The, okay, they had Burns. And then, and then they. Can I just tell yeah, you? Go ahead. Number fifteen on on Colorado Springs. His yes. name was. Ockburn, and he had a porn stash. Yes! Cockburn. Yes! And his mustache. Yes! Are you kidding he me? He looked like a cop or a porn guy. <laughs> and then, then they brought in a guy in the second half 
that the, the play in the back that had a porn, a porn stash just two, like him. Two porn stash. Yes, and I didn't have. I'm looking around everywhere. I'm like, I gotta say something. <laughs> and like, I mean, it's just not as good without their names, you know. And so, I mean, would it kill him to give me the, the roster? That can't be a COVID-related thing. It's got to be a COVID-related thing. But those posters were great. Yes. I mean, and usually there's so, so, we know somebody on the opposing team, like some kind of connection. We may not remember it at the beginning, but it's like, oh, man, dude, we know this guy. Uh-huh. You know, he played like Jerome Keysweater. He played mm-hmm. in the U.S. for the U.S. National League, blah, 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 blah. And, th- and looking around, they didn't have anybody noticeable. Hey, that, that I, Their number 10 was good. But anyway, go ahead. They had a couple guys who said hi to a couple of our Vancouver guys on loan. And so I think there was some connect. I think they had some Vancouver guys. Did they? I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Right that. when the game ended, you were gone, huh? As we, soon as it ended, like we did. I didn't even see the last goal. I had to go back and watch the replay. The last goal. Oh, we left wow. in the eighty. We left oh, in the eighty fifth wow. minute. Who we are you? The, Do I? We left in the eighty fifth minute, man. Jesus, season we, open. Man, we had eighty fifth minute. That's when we left. Uh, I watched the rest of my. As soon as they blew the whistle, the two quick forwards came and said hi to our center back and another Vancouver player, like the NPC. Yeah, right away, and I was like, "Oh, those are those are got to be Vancouver guys." Man, they were not a very, uh, their team. That they, they weren't. There wasn't anything exceptional about their team at all, except for dude. Their number yeah. ten was good. The guy they had playing in the middle. Okay, like, that could be a conversation for like our lack of middle and you know. But um, all right, I think I'm going to steal one of yours. Go ahead. So I won't. I will say thumbs up to Orlando City because our second goal was Cam Lindley, number eight. Who plays like a number eight. That's an attacking and a defending midfielder. I was really impressed by him, man. A two-way midfielder. He did yeah, both, right? I was really impressed by him, and I didn't have him in my starting lineup. He played it out wide, former Orlando City player, to PC, who'd moved out left. Spectacular ball that he played. This diagonal about 40-yard pass one time that was just the right weight that took about four guys out of the play. Yeah. A lot of packing stats. Right. Players you beat. <laughs> That's a deep dive. To PC, who also played on Orlando City. I forgot that. Who took a touch, I think, curled it in on a cross. Spectacular ball. Low, bouncing cross in the corridor of uncertainty, which is in front, outside of the six and inside the penalty spot. And it was at that between your chest and your knee where the only thing you can do is hand it or chest it. So bounce through, and Patino finished it off. Another Orlando City player. So three former MLS teammates. Ooh, good get there. So you had brought up our MLS players in the previous episode. Eight, eight that we have. Three of them from the same team played a goal that was a be- it was a beautiful goal. It was, right? dude. That was by far the most beautiful team goal. It showed, um, like I say, like PC in a spot where he isn't normally right, like out wide, and he hit that ball that Lindley played was just spectacular. It yeah. was like it was Modric esque. It was uh, Pavel Nedved esque. Okay. Like okay. anyway, okay. anyway, PC hits it for either first or second touch. Plays all their guys out of the game. And Patino gets to the spot. And I didn't put together the Orlando connection between all three of them. I didn't but, either. But it was the most beautiful team goal. Hey, shout out to the San Antonio Express News. They've got a soccer guy now. Because he mentioned that in the article. And I went, oh. And that was, a, that was a good long article they ran today. Now, granted, it didn't come out until Monday because they print our newspaper he, in Houston now. Yeah. But that's not his fault. They, the author can do nothing about that. Clayton, I've got one more thumb. I think it might be the same thumb as you. We're right at 30 minutes. Do you have another thumb? Um, Up or down? Yes. The big Tunisian. The Jasser Kamiri. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm going to guess it's like Yasser. Sure. Y- Yasser. Yasser Kamiri. But the big, the big Tunisian. 
Now, for anyone that watched the game, saw the game, or is going to be coming to a game, or will watch a game, be on the lookout for this guy that looks like he just got back from Sandals Resort in uh, Jamaica, and he just got his hair braided. It's a little Predator-esque, or it looks like a, a like guy that just got back from spring break at Sandals Resort in Jamaica. Number 33. In Dude, he is not... He is a big boy, and he is my new man crush. Yeah, he is like. You uh, gonna go on spring break with him to sandals? You inviting him to postseason retreats? He is. He knows what he is doing in the back. Yeah, and not a great distributor of the ball, but he would. He's not gonna get beat. He's gonna win everything in the air, and he knows just to bang it out. Like like he led the team in clearances. You know, just like old school. But he is. He is a beast back there, isn't he? Is he giving you a Gucci and Wayu flashback? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, good kind the, of shout. Those dreadlocks, the yeah. big. Yes. He's good enough with his feet. Good. Good comparison. enough. But you're not. You're not. He he had a couple of times where he went forward and he did well, but then he had a couple of times where he got stuck and they took it off of him. Yes. But you're not putting him in the game for that. And he w- didn't take any chances in the back. Nope. Like he just cleared some people out and got it out of there, which yep. is kind of the way we're playing. Like we're kind of back to that. Like we were last yeah, season, where, yeah, but that's yeah, a separate. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we're, yeah. let's keep it about the individual one game, right now. One game. Let's keep it about the individual. Did you know that I, I Google them? He was good enough that I Google them. Yes. And uh, one cap for Tunisia, full international. He is a full international for the Tunisian national team. He's on loan from the White Caps. He is their property. Well He's done. the first Tunisian to ever play in MLS. Will he end the year here? If, hopefully he doesn't get recalled. Like same kind of thing with that so- Soyberg guy last year. He got recalled. Dane St. Clair got recalled. First, for my note says too good? Question mark. I mean, he's like you don't look at him and go, man, this guy's amazingly skilled. You look at him and go, like I said, with him and Soyberg back there, I I looked and like the first five minutes was like they ain't scoring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, like they ain't scoring. Those guys were gonna win everything in the air. Everything. Well, yeah, they're not going to score their heads. But anyway, um, it was it was just good to watch a guy just take charge and just clear house, you know. And and if he's back there with Deplan, the French, you know, like that guy's not physically intimidating. But that guy, and we didn't even get to see him out on the left because I assume he's left foot. He's all left footed. So we got the like the hard man and the yes, the thinker, the more like yeah. you know, like the more technically sound. You would one would assume, yeah. and it looked like that, like Benucci and Chiellini or something like that. You sure, know? <laughs> I'm thinking maybe there's an Alan Marcina Vancouver connection because Alan Marcina he's Canadian, born in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, my roommate played growing up with him. I knew he was Canadian, and I know that there were some some yeah. ties there, but I don't know where in Canada. Yeah, two well, two guys up from loan from Vancouver this year. Huh? Yeah, it's yes, it's him and. Uh, and uh, Eps, maybe I don't know. I think we're good. What do you think? I got nothing else on this game. Like things we've covered. Yeah, I think like a lot it, of thumbs. It was great. A lot of you know, and it seems like the thumbs up were all soccer related, and the thumbs down were organizational related. And you know what? Hopefully, hopefully that'll change. I would say that my thumbs down organizationally were like things they can improve, but I had a great time. Yes. It didn't. It was ninety nine percent great. Yeah. And we we drank in the parking lot. There were people tailgating. Ooh, okay. So like, as so it worked. They, like there were there weren't a ton of tailgating, but we only got there at like we got there like right around seven, maybe seven fifteen, and um, and so uh, but there were people. There were tons of people in the in the regular parking lot. There were a bunch of people in the tailgate parking lot, okay. and I would imagine for the first 
five games. Maybe they're not checking the parking passes because they're in limited capacity. Oh, they didn't? They didn't check the parking Ooh, passes. so I can come park by you. I would imagine, yes. Good. Yeah. I would let's, uh, let's transition to next week. Yes. There you go. Good. Because I want to have a tailgate next Boom. week. Boom. Or, good, good you shout. know, do what we are going to do this week. That's a good shout. Ready for this? Yeah. Home versus Real Monarchs, the RSL 2, 7.30 Saturday night. Another home game. Listeners, if you learn one thing from this podcast, we're back home Saturday, which I'm excited about. Are you excited? I am. Very that's, much. That's a good thing. Another game. Four out of five games, we're at home. Four out of five is about... It's good to be excited for game. I Like we were talking about our schedule and, and stuff like that. I was like, I like this. Talking about SAFC on Monday, going to see a game on Saturday. Like, it's that's not too much SAFC for me. It's not. Soccer's a habit. Yeah. And I'm back into it too. Yeah. Uh... Because, I don't know where I'm going with that. I'd like to say... And we don't mean tailgate, like, we're cooking out and stuff like that. No. But, like, maybe we'll, we'll we'll wander around. Maybe we'll set up the flag. Maybe we'll uh, maybe hand out I'll, some cards. And we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely be in the parking lot early. Maybe I'll get a pound of barbacoa just because... Yeah, you know. Because I'm a single guy. It's, it's Mother's Day. Like, maybe we'll maybe we'll make some tacos for mothers for, for the mothers that are out there. If any, if any of our listeners are mothers... You know, maybe we'll have some. Maybe we'll have some. Some beers for, for the mothers. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we'll, we'll have treats for the moms. I know what I want to see next Saturday night. Do you have anything you want to see? Or no, I, I don't think so. I think it's so fresh and so new. Whatever they give me, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna find something that I that I like in it, but I don't know specifically what it is I want to see. Maybe I'd like to see Jose Gallegos. Ooh, he said he was hurt. I, yeah, in the in the newspaper article, like lower body injury for Doyle. And Gallegos and somebody else. Um, he could work in this lineup, huh? Y- you know, think, especially with P- if PC has to depot and left back for a while. Yeah, I think maybe I would like to maybe see Doyle come back and he be one of the back three. Oh. Um, him, have him be one of the back three, and one of the back three. Well, yeah, because Soyberg, it did not look like he was going to be back there, like right away. Well, this is our prediction last week. I mean, for the year, it was a back four, Clayton. Well, it was, a, it was a very set back four. Well, two center backs and a right back and a left back. Well, I it, they started off in a back three. No, it was Soyberg, Camarion, uh, Deplane. Yeah, I, and then Lindley and PC in front. No, there's a guy named Glendale. Oh, Glendale. Right I'm saying Glendale and PC in front, and then and then Lindley was on one side, and Epps was on the other side. I thought you didn't think so. No, it's a back four. Okay, all right. Game. But that—that's a different. That's a whole different conversation. We can talk that more once we see a little more. We need a bigger sample <laughs> size. The game on Saturday night. I watched the whole game because of our predictions, and it was four people at the back. The whole game, period. Yeah. Here's what I want to see Saturday night. I want to see tailgate parties. I want to see shorter lines, and I want to see Axel Soberg back in the game. There we go. I hope he's okay and he's not hurt for a while. Yeah, that, that that's a damper on thing for us to have to change things up immediately. Yeah, you know, we brought it up already. I want to see, um, yeah, I want to see the same enthusiasm from the crowd. I want to see them open the um, the the bunker. That so they move the guys down there, dude. Nope. Sell those, sell them beer down there. Let First them... five games, it's gonna be supporters in the bunker. Did you like that? I did. I liked it too. I did. I did. So like they should it. stay, right? I did. And Just... like. It seemed very Cardoni, you know, like oh. the Cardoni's down there and they so, got the fear of the beard. Like listeners, thing. listeners, if you didn't go to the opening game, all the supporters with the smoke, the drums, the fire, the flags, the beards, they're all in the Bud Light beer bunker. They're not in the stadium stands. They're in that end zone standing area. It's perfect for them. And it's funny. I thought that it would blow the smoke. 
like out of immediately. <laughs> I thought maybe that's why they moved them because normally when they set off the flare down at the other end, the smoke drifts across. I thought that maybe that meant they wanted the smoke out, but then the smoke just drifted out onto the field. <laughs> it's just like you know, that's the zoo. You put the monkey in the zoo yeah. or whatever. Like I, the, I, I, I thought it was cool. Perfect. I thought it was. Cool. I hope they say, and it made the. You know, I sit in the end zone. Yeah, the end zone was a lot chiller. I liked it better without them there. Okay. They were over there putting on a show. Right. It's like, we're, you're not mad at their but show. Let them do that. But. They're not yelling in anyone's ear. They have a whole end zone to yeah. just dominate. And uh-huh. it, it really, the, the noise was louder, and right? Yes, it was. And it's not going to bother Cardone, but I bet it bothers the other keeper <laughs> yeah. when, he's, when, when he's down if there. If he didn't get a beer thrown on him, they're doing something right, wrong. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> so we definitely have more of an advantage with them right there behind the keeper than in the corner away from the keeper. I mean, for the five people who like to hang out there, it's too bad and it would have helped to, to have those beer lines open I'm willing to sacrifice those beer <laughs> lines for the, the monkeys to be in the cage it just works right yeah on every level alright but, but so those are good those are good things we want to see uh, yeah I hope the energy's high also alright you got a free kick for tonight I, of course I do do you yeah I got a free kick for tonight well, free kicks brought to you by Trevino Tile uh, the Trevino family taking care of your tiling needs for three generations um, Trevino and I went and watched the game together and he thought it was spectacular and uh, he was just as excited as I was that we got a win uh, if you have any tri- uh, tiling needs he'll get just as excited about your tiling needs Trevino tile free kick Matthew you go first Ooh. okay question one or two just pick um, one okay I got a name to remember in the MLS for you okay uh, Cade Cowell San Jose Earthquakes that's my free kick. He is 17, plays on the San Jose Earthquakes, and last week he scored a goal and had an assist. The week before, he had a goal and an assist. And San Jose plays um, this really exciting brand of, of soccer. They do, but I just want you to remember that name. Yeah. I want okay. credit for this person I did not discover. You're, you're seeing him. You're, 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 <laughs> you're, you're catching him early in MLS success, and you think he's going places. I think he's going places. So. He's got... I'd heard that there were some... I've seen the name bandied about the last two weeks. Because yeah. he's done, like, two weeks, he's scored goals in both, ga- in both games. He's 17 years old, right? Before the, before the season, it was that he was supposed to start. And he started their first three games for professional team, MLS. And he's not only started, but done well. So at 17, I think that that means something. The coach is this Mexican... Sorry, Argentine, former Mexican coach, uh, who's good. So he sees something. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the next person that we're going to be shipping off. Okay, cool. And I had another name, too, if you want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? All right, more C's, all right? Cade Cowell, Caden Clark, New York Red Bulls. Oh, yeah, the other young kid this He's sport. also got two goals this season in three MLS games. And there's a rumor he's supposed to go over to Leipzig next year with new American coach Jesse Marsh. Two guys whose first and last name both start with C, Caden Clark, Cade Cowell. I've watched them both in five-minute spurts and seen that they can score good goals. Are they great soccer players? I don't know. But they can score a goal. They're, they're doing something exciting in the MLS, and it's got you watching MLS, and it gives, like there's some hope there. There's some promise. I'm just like you. I'll turn it on on a Sunday afternoon and watch 15 minutes before I turn it off and go do something else. But from what I've seen, yeah, I see that if you're playing at 17 and 18 and you're getting minutes and you're scoring goals... Good job MLS playing them, and good job guys taking the opportunity. Yeah, good. 
No, no, no. I, I get like I'll be watching out for them. Yeah. So I'm go. I'm a little bit more negative with my free kick Ooh. this week. Man, you fans, what are you oh, doing? Oh, do it! Yeah. It took this long to what, get into that. What are you doing? And so the music that I was going to play, I was going to play the Hermits Hermits, like I'm into something good. Like, uh, something tells me I'm in for something good. Like, and they're from Manchester. And so that was going to be, A, I'm into something good. Like, the you know? SAFC doing something good. And then and then a Manchester band. What are they What are they doing? Here's the deal, man. Like, let's think about, like, if you're a real fan of your team, that of, of Man U... Like, that World League that they wanted to do, or whatever it was called, like, financially, it made sense for your team to do that, right? So you're thumbs down to the fans. No, not 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 entirely. I mean, I get it why they're mad, and I get it why they feel like they've been betrayed. But to go and do this, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's 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 ridiculous. Like, like you're going to those steps to say, you, you know, like, that they were trying to do something in the best financial, fiscal, like... For the club, what's good business-wise for the club is probably good for the club, right? You know? Is taking a billion dollars to pay your debts good for the club? Yeah, I mean, like... No, no, no. No, it's not. uh, I'm completely opposed to what you're saying. No, I I mean... They're running it... How is financially what they were going to... The money that they were going to get, how is that going to end up costing them money? If this is a business, this is the correct decision, but it's not a business. Well, it is to the people that own it, and they shouldn't have sold... And they shouldn't have fucking sold it to them if they, like... Who's they that sold it? Well, you know what? The people that they entrusted with the club. The, the man you trust. So it's like, you know. The man it, you trust sold or, Man U to what, the Glazers? Or, or whatever, whatever no, whoever it, sold it. No, owner sold it. Yes, them. exactly. At some point in time, somebody bought that team. Yeah. And, some, and they let them do it. And you know what? They didn't. Blame like, it on the, go spit on their grave. You know? Like, don't go and tear up your own shit. Oh, man. I'm excited. Because, because like, like, you don't like what your owners are like. I mean, you can do certain things. You can protest, but they broke into the stadium and like were damaging their own things. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. Oh man. Yeah, man. I, don't, I don't. And you're, I you're know, basically I know, equating them with lots of other protesters that I've heard about lately. No, exa- you know what? <laughs> yeah. There's a certain amount of there's a certain amount of at some point in time. What are you doing? Like, you the message has been lost now. You know what I'm saying? Now, has that, it? I I don't think that like I don't think that they're gonna sell because. People are coming in and breaking their shit. Has the message been lost? I, to me, it has. The message is that th- shit got broken. To me, it has. That's the, the overarching thing. The message is is that there's some people that there's some people that maybe are trying to make a point. Some people that are just there to do bad things, and so the message gets lost. The the, the few bad apples ruin. Tell you what, I've read a lot. I've read a lot. I'm not just disagreeing with you because I like to disagree. I've read a lot of articles about what happened, and none of them have mentioned property destruction. They've all mentioned the why and what they did and why they did it. I see what you're saying. Yes. The big story is that a game got postponed. I didn't even know that anything got damaged. Well, that's, I mean, that's what, that's a writer's take on it. You know what I'm saying? I have a different take, perhaps. And if you're saying that because my take isn't the same, or my, the way that I see it isn't the same way no, as I the look- way that it's been covered by, by more intelligent people than me then no that like I literally hadn't heard of any property destruction well I mean I, I was sitting there watching the coverage of it on Sunday yeah and you could see them like the people in there like throwing over tripods and breaking cameras and stuff like that I did like hear that. about that TV stuff yes but because they wanted the game not to be played did you hear what they did they stole the balls I didn't hear I didn't they stole hear. all the match balls and then they were like in, in purposefully touching things so that it wouldn't be COVID safe 
because once someone touches something, you have to wait two hours <laughs> to sanitize it. The whole point was that they wouldn't play the game. I don't know, man. I so, but I mean, why? Because why don't you want your team to play your rival? Don't you think that gives more attention to the how great is our game? Let's keep it here. Like this league is more important to us, and yeah, and you actually make it. Then why why are you trying to stop that from happening? They're proving that it's a TV spectacle, not a sport. Well, I mean, that TV money is what buys them the players that they that they love to go see. But the Glazers have spent a billion dollars on their debt out of the club to pay for buying the club. I, I, I see what you're saying, that it's not going... Be the like, money that Manu's making is not going back into Man U. It's paying off the Glazier Foundation debt. Like, or the yeah. Glazier, like, to pay off their debt, maybe the, I mean, for the Tampa Bay Bucks or if whatever. If I came and adversely possessed your house and bought it... I see what and, you're... The distribution of wealth, the English... They're like, this is ours. Like, this might, this is our team. Don't spend that money. I, I, I get that, but the message has been lost to me. Yes, I understand the message... Like the greater what they're trying to do, but it's like it's like the PETA people that do the crazy <laughs> PETA things. That, I, I think that it's that sometimes they lo- they lose me because of of the, the the means in which they do it. I think it's because I agree with their message. Okay, that I am not nitpicking what actually happened. I see. What you're, yes, I get it. Because I think it should be like Germany. Oh, I. Don't, That's why I like the German league. It's not a corporate sponsorship opportunity. Right, like it's I, owned by the fans. Very few. When when I've read articles about the the what's the what was it called Super, Super League? league the Super yeah. League. It's like wait, that's what ours is called. It's like oh my god, they're trademarking <laughs> us or copyrighting or infringing infringing us. But anyway, like nobody talks about the German team because they don't talk about the, the fifty point plus one rule that they can't just do that without yeah. voting on it and stuff like that. And the people are never going to let their their club go do that. When I saw the sign in Manchester, it said 50 plus one. I was like, oh, shit. They this, wanted to go back like that. These yes. people, well, it's never been that in England. Oh, right. It? No, it's it hasn't. Been rule, right. so. But it's like, look, they want us to They want to adopt the German thing, and the English hate the Germans. Is there a little uh, Downton Abbey thing going on here <laughs> with lords and commoners? Ah, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there is a... Especially, there is an element to that, yeah. Now it's an it's, it's 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 an American lord. It's not even our lord, dude. It's I didn't that realize. Guy. I didn't realize how many of the teams are are owned, that were in that thing were owned by Americans. Ooh. Like I didn't know inter or what the Roma is owned by Americans. Did you know Roma is owned by Americans? I remember that now. I didn't. I didn't know. But anyway, that I was just disappointed. Maybe it was just a selfish like. Because I wasn't going to play soccer with you, I was stuck homesick. I wanted to watch <laughs> Liverpool. I didn't get to watch Liverpool versus Man U, and I have Man U in our Super Euro League, and I wanted to play. What if they don't even, What if they don't play it? What's the rule on that? I know they're saying it's finding the when to schedule it is a nightmare for those two clubs. Is it necessary to be played? I don't. I don't know. But anyway, I mean that. that that's my that's my free kick. You got anything else for this week, Matthew? I'm glad you brought that up because it's. Top of the paper news and something we should talk about. No, I'm excited for Saturday again. Good to be going back to the stadium. Yes, excellent. And there will not be any protests. <laughs> oh, no, not like that. Speaking of which, there were no protests at the game where there was, there was no moment of silence or anything about ma- lives mattering. Um, I didn't see any of that stuff. Stolarski got all excited because he thought they weren't going to play the national anthem. That they were just going to go out and play because that's Dave's. You know, Stolarski's was talking about it at our listener pod. He was, and, and Willie 
did Willie looked at it like we were talking about that, man. They listened to you, dude. Like, and then, and then, and then, then there was, and then they did play it. But Dave was all excited. He was like, "Yeah, see, so it's we need this to, is better." We need to contact high school soccer dad and tell him he can come to the stadium safely. <laughs> yeah, there was none of that. None of that stuff was going on. But good stuff, Matthew. Good show. I appreciate it. All right, see you Saturday. Buenas noches.